we can begin. How's it going, Matt? Um, it's going. I, I'm pretty tired. I've been sleep, sleeping a lot the past two weeks. Oh. So I apologize if I forget words or get lost in. That's okay. My tiredness. <laughs> How are you? Uh, but I've I've I'm. <laughs> It's been a week. It's been a month. Uh, it's been, it's been a month. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm finally, I'm starting to see the light at the end. Mm. Um, like today things have gotten a lot better. So, mm. can't save the galaxy in a day. No, that was a phenomenal video. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I see a yawn real quick. Excuse me. Yeah. Are we... Are, is, this, is this rolling or are we just talking? I'm, I'm okay with Josh talking for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, th- we'll throw the... Uh, what's the word? Oh, my goodness. B-roll? The intro song in here somewhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Man. So it's. I think it's safe to say, Graham, you've been in uncharted territory this past month. Wow, that's how we're opening tw- the new decade. This is the way. <laughs> this, this is this is the way the world works. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> yep. Cue the intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Velvet Room Review. I'm Matthew. And I'm Graham. And welcome to 2020, where... More puns get made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I was thinking of making a 2020 vision pun, but that's just... That's lowbrow. I feel like... I feel like um, optometrists are going to have a field year. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they see it coming. <laughs> You know what they say. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Twenty. That joke will be really funny next year. <laughs> December thirty first, twenty twenty. It's gonna be. Everyone's gonna be saying it. Oh yeah, Colin is here, folks. Yeah, it's true. You hear it here first. Well, Graham, we, we're starting the new decade with arguably one of the. Most well, well, I don't know about this. Well, this is a statement. I don't have much research to back up, but one of the one of the best games of the last decade. I would agree. It's a Sir, well, it's a very good, well done game. Yes, yeah, I think it's the best selling game on the PlayStation Four, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Um, that that seems a little. I, I'm I'm just not sure because that's a because it's a single player, story driven. This is from the Wikipedia page. With over 15 million copies sold, it became the highest-selling game in the series and the best-selling PlayStation 4 game. Huh. Let me just double-check that that is uh, still the case. Because this game... Have we said what we're talking about yet? Oh, yeah. We're talking about Uncharted 4. Yes, that's right. Well, the the joke in the intro might have tipped you off. Mm, mm. Um, It is still the best-selling PS4 game. I wouldn't have expected that. At 16 million. Wow. Wow, guess what? Okay, if you want to guess the next couple, Mi- if you had to guess number two. Uh, Minecraft. 
No. Minecraft's not even on the top ten. Um, Maybe this is exclusive? No, no, no. It's not exclusive. I'm surprised by that. FIFA? Nope. NHL. Not NHL. Um, nah, NBA. Think more exclusive. The first five are all exclusive. Uh, Spider-Man, God of War, um, Bloodborne. Uh, are any of those clicking? Yeah, you got Spider-Man's number two. Yeah. Uh, Last of Us Remastered Last is number of three. Us, yeah. Which is actually, I found that to be surprising. Uh, God of War is four. Horizon Zero Dawn is five. Horizon, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Like, uh, Bloodborne's sitting at 14 with two million copies. It's a little more niche. Yeah, I'm surprised. Grant Theft Auto was not even as high in the list as you'd expect. Really? Isn't it like literally the best-selling game of all time? I think in terms of revenue, yeah. Oh, highest grossing? Yeah, I mean, unless this thing is uh, like totally bonkers. Which, I mean, it's Wikipedia, so. Minecraft doesn't show up on the list, which I find to be um, <laughs> definitely questionable. Definitely questionable. But anyways. Regardless. <laughs> Uncharted 4 reigns supreme. Not that that means it's good because it's sold so well it's good because it's an amazing game that's crafted with uh heart wit and uh impeccable talent yeah extreme talent um so yeah graham what'd you think of uncharted 4 (laughs) it's uh it's a masterpiece honest like um i was blown away by by it back like a couple years ago when i first played it um yeah i guess like two years ago and I was still like blown away to today. It's um, it's a surprisingly lengthy and um thoughtful and quiet adventure for an Uncharted game. Yeah, they really tone it back a bit. Yeah, uh, I, I found at least. Um, I I really appreciated that they most of the content was in like. Uh, unique um, unique uh, locations comparative to like previous Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like mini heists or things of that nature. Um, I really like that they cut the supernatural aspect and it's just it's just a treasure hunt. Um, yeah. I mean it's 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 a character piece, you know, in the in the broader sense, but like the driving force is this is this treasure um yeah and to me what really gripped me was not necessarily to say like the gameplay is like the best gameplay ever but the this the way the story is presented the actors uh portraying the characters and the cinematics um are the best that i have ever seen in a video game um it, it literally felt like as though I was watching a feature film when I was watching cinematics. And I can't say I've had that, uh, had that feeling before. Um, hmm. just the way that the dialogue is written, the way the actors present the dialogue, it felt very natural, felt very cinematic. Um, and like I was, I was so engaged um, during every single cinematic. Um, And some cinematics felt like they went on forever, but it's like 
that not in a bad way though if that makes sense yeah no like um they managed to like yeah graphically like presentation wise they um yeah performance wise it was it's um i think uh, this is just spitballing here but the more deliberate pace of it helps to ground it make Mm. make it make it feel more grounded um which made the characters feel more relatable more um more human because um in in the earlier ones um like especially three i can't even i can't even remember who the villain was in three i'll be honest but um like there's i can remember a number of story beats from four and i think they really give things time to breathe um like this um they they really they give they let the story breathe they let you have quiet times with the other characters get to know the characters um and which is one of the things that i appreciate so much about long form media as compared to movies yeah like to me one of the best levels in the game is when you're just at nate's house oh my goodness yeah and like you and elena are just like chilling on the couch (laughs) i'm like this and and like we'll get into elena and nate's relationship a little bit later but as someone who had like you know we played three uh a couple months ago very recently i also replayed one it was like as a fan of the series it's like you we had poured so much into that relationship um over the course of three games now that they're married solidified it was really rewarding to see like um nate getting the like this is gonna sound cheesy or whatever but like the ultimate treasure right of a normal life um kind of working class guy um with a home and playing video games with his wife which the crash bandicoot section was amazing Mm. um although the controls were a bit rough but um you know it's 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 this perfect uh juxtaposition because like the first thing in the game is um like this action piece uh in the uh, on a boat in the midst of a storm um and you know we're introduced to sam nate's brother who uh, we've never met before um and like most uncharted games it the, the story starts and then flashes back um so after that happens we flash back to nate's regular job where he works as a diver and then you know we are introduced to his life and that that time that we spend in his normal life quote unquote is about an hour before the rest of the story uh kind of picks up and we and we get to um you know get to the rest of it yeah yeah no it definitely it sets the ground and it sets the idea that he wants that this is not what he really wants or not that he doesn't want it that he feels confined by it Mm mm-hmm yeah, like they they definitely tried to I think make make that sort of implied, but like the the idea that like Nate feels trapped by this life, but to me I kind of perceived that as more like Sam trying to influence yeah. that standpoint. Yeah, like pulling um, him back in. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think Nate would have done it if not for Sam, right? Like, to me, that's why, like, the Malaysia job gets brought up so much. Yeah. Is that, like, 
you know, Nate is totally out. He doesn't want to do anything illegal anymore, right? Um, even if it's like an easy score, you know, it takes it takes his brother, who he thought was dead, um, who, he, you know, is in trouble, to bring him uh, back into um, a life of of crime, right? Um, yeah. And even then, it's a hes- it's hesitant. Like he doesn't immediately, to the best of my recollection, I, it's been like a month since I played since I played the game, but he doesn't immediately you know, um, swear loyalty or, or, you know, no, uh, it takes some probing, if you will. He, he really only does it because his brother, um, because he believes his brother's in a bind. Um, yeah. 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 I think that, uh, the game overall does a really good job of kind of capturing, um, like the follies of obsession. I mean, that's pretty much the entire story. Uh, is obsession and um, strife and discord and what it uh, how it tears people apart. Yeah, um, I think my only why well, I will agree like that's a high praise and I think we'll we'll dig into that a little later about the actual overall theme. My my one critique is that I felt as though this theme is very similar to Uncharted Three in regards to like how far is Drake gonna go. Um, and you know what are the consequences of him staying in this life? Mm-hmm. Um, and in both three and four, there are no consequences. Um, at the end of the day, right? Like, uh, except for maybe you could argue Charlie breaking his legs. Uh, but like you know, Nate in three pushes and pushes and pushes. Um, and in this, in this, and four. Uh, it's a little bit of Nate, but it's also a little bit of Sam. You know, Sam pushes and pushes and pushes. And at the end of the day, there's not really any consequence for either of them. Like you think um, that they like, should have lost something kind of thing? Um, uh, I, again, I think I think it's more the repetition of the theme. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe that's just my perception. But like, I think it was, this the theme was much more powerful in this game due to the context of Nate and Elena's marriage. Yes. And that's that's the source of tension. That's the that's the risk Nate is running with this life. It's not necessarily um, a life or death uh, death thing, but it's Nate, you know, um, turning his back in in a sense on his wife and um, how is that gonna unfold? Yeah. Like he's Essentially, he's starting to throw his entire life away um, with, like, his wife and then Sully. And, like, he like he has that rock-bottom moment where he's alone on the island. Um, mm. It doesn't necessarily... He doesn't have a revelation or anything, but, uh, in fact, it's more of, like, Elena comes back into his life and kind of pulls him out. Um, and that's, like... Showing like that his friends stick by him. Um. Yeah, and I like like there comes a point where like you know Nathan hits his lowest point and Elena shows up to save him, and then you get a chapter or two with with just them, and like oh. that relationship is still pretty divided. Yeah, it's and tense. It is tense. <laughs> and Elena um, keeps making jokes, and Nate gets so antsy. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess I guess for me at the end of the day, it's just like um, to have the 
to me, very similar themes in back-to-back games with ultimately at the end, not really a, a negative consequence. It was kind of it's like, to me, the narrative gets a little muddled, but I, I think it's done better in this instance. Um, and I think, you know, if we put three to the side, it works perfectly fine in, in this context. Yeah. So um, another thing I really enjoyed uh, was um, the villains in this game are not like mustache twirling evil villains. No. They're just like regular, I want money. <laughs> um, and like Rafe, Rafe in particular, he doesn't really show like, I don't think at least like um, socio- sociopathic like murderous tendencies until the very end when he's lost it all right i mean he does Um, kill the jailer yeah that's fair that's fair but um that's that's the that's the game (laughs) no but he he definitely does like i found he's he's kind of the obsession that doesn't get away right like um he's 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 the isolated obsession to Sam's um, obsession, but there's people around him to pull him out of it, or an, or a Nathan to an extent too. Yeah, yeah. it's interest. It's interesting, like because Rafe. I guess we should probably give a little context. So Rafe, Nate, and Sam were are searching for this the treasure of um, this legendary pirate named Henry Avery. And um, the story begins like when Nate's like 20 or whatever. And eventually uh, Sam is thought to be dead. Nate and Rafe can't find the treasure. And so it breaks off and 20 years pass or 15 years pass or whatnot. Um, And then it it all kind of comes back together again. And it's interesting to me that like Rafe freed Sam and continued to look for the treasure only for Sam. Sam to then betray him mm-hmm. and then but Rafe never realizes that like Nate's the key to everything <laughs> yeah um, well well it's not just Nate though it's Nate and Sam together that's the key because um yeah very true I, I mean this is kind of nitpicky but like uh, after Sam was captured Rafe and Nathan were searching and they couldn't find anything very true yeah it's uh very true they kind of have to do it together yeah, and and great great time is is devoted to Nate's and Sam's relationship, um, and I really appreciate that. Like, there's in addition to you know when they're in their early twenties, uh, there's a chapter about that. There's also two supplementary chapters about you know Nate as a kid, uh, Nate or yeah Nate as a kid, Sam as a teenager, both kind of like one where. You know, Nate's still in the system uh, as an orphan, and then one after, like, they're out on their own. Um, and and those are kind of, they're not placed back-to-back, they're placed throughout the, the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give you uh, these moments of downtime to realize, like, the origins of this brother... Would brotherhood be the proper word? Dynamic? Brother dynamic? Yeah, brotherly dynamic or brotherly care. Um, And, like, when it's revealed that Sam betrays Nate, right, that's when we get 
if I'm remembering correctly, that's where we get one of those chapters. Yeah. And so it's like, um, yeah, it's like that's the one with the old lady. Yeah. Um, and and so we get back to that theme of like Sam's obsession with his treasure led him to lie to Nate to get him back in, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Which, I mean, also props to the, like, they did a really neat thing that um, they, the 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 breakout section, mm. that was an yeah. actual, like, that was an actual chapter, which makes you think, like, oh, I'm playing through this. This must have happened. Right. It made me think that anyways, of, like, there's no way this could be false because I'm living it. Right. You're experiencing it firsthand. Yeah. Through Sam's eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. And and they 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 sit on that plot point for two thirds of the game. Um and honestly they could have played it out a little longer if Rafe had kind of sown that seed of doubt. But Rafe comes out and says it and, and then Sam admits it. Um and, and I guess Another critique was that there's not a lot of resolution there. Uh, it's just kind of eventually everyone comes back together and they kind of move on from it. So yeah, it Nate doesn't take it personally or really ever confront him about it. Yeah, I guess they kind of have more pressing things on their mind, but very true. Um, yeah, no, it's still yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily get fully re- resolved, I guess. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. Not everything. There are other things that don't get resolved either. Uh, not everything needs to get like a little bow at the end of it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, one thing to of note that's kind of interesting is um, Sam is played by Troy Baker. Yes. Who also yes. voices Ganji um, from <sighs> Persona Four and uh, a number of other, a ton of other characters, and then Drake is Nolan North. Mm-hmm. Um, who voices like another ton of video game characters? Yeah, they're they're both probably the most famous male voice actors in in the industry. Yeah, so it's uh, kind of a power duo, and they do yeah. they do a great job of. Yeah, they were both also in The Last of Us. Who was who were they? So uh, Troy Baker's the guy, uh, Joel. Joel. Oh, okay. And. Uh, Noel North plays that guy at the cabin when uh, you're playing as Ellie. Oh, so like the butcher the guy? guy? Yeah. It's okay. been a long time since I played Last of Us, but yeah, he plays that guy. Oh, okay. I'm 90% sure. Huh. Yeah. Naughty so. Dog pulling in the the big names. Well, they're very talented. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do a, an amazing job. And I think I think the process in which they used to literally film the scenes um again adds to that level of of cinematic uh quality right with Um, the motion capture yeah yeah the motion capture and um like you know that the the models that you're looking at are actual you know human beings making those movements um with the small intricacies that a human would make, right? Um, rather than, you know, I'm trying to think of a good modern example of, like, a game oh. that wouldn't do that. 
a game that wouldn't use motion capture. Yeah. Um, it's like indie games. So pretty much all of the big AAA games use motion capture nowadays because it's yeah, very substantially less expensive. Mo- mostly for um, like facial capture. Is that correct? Oh no, full body capture. Hmm. Um, like any Ubisoft game, any EA, like anything that's considered AAA is using motion capture. Yeah, I'm just I'm just envisioning like Mass Effect Andromeda and the level of motion capture or like the, the that was facial that was like their facial animation system had some issues i i even just mean like in in the staticness of the characters in like conversation like mm-hmm. how they might like move and interact like i'm moving my arms literally now you can't see it but like i remember that like being okay it's very like to me i'm like okay that's a standard like video game I'm moving my arms to show emotion, but not really like logic, like the humanity behind it. Whereas this is like, like, you know, well, it's it's lo- it's logical, it's it's natural. Well, so I think um, so a big a big reason for that would be um, the the way that they're not not the way that they're recording them specifically, but the mm-hmm. um, the design of the recordings in Uncharted, all of the like cutscenes you think are actually. Mm-hmm acted out um whereas in something like a mass effect or even like assassin's creed um they'll have like a set or uh, the witcher they've got a set of animations that Mm -hmm. they just basically insert into different parts of the conversations right and then they just overlay the audio yeah right that's very fair so like this is like the uncharted stuff they can do very specialized animations um for like the very special like for the characters and the cutscenes and that um and it's all like kind of handcrafted mm-hmm. um and then the uh the other ones for those big uh wide like open world games have to be a lot more versatile yeah yeah just uh yeah. little uh behind the curtain yeah um thank you yeah you're welcome uh ask a game dev is a great resource for any that anyone's interested in that kind of stuff is that a youtube channel or it's um a tumblr account ah. run by a real game dev that's pretty neat yeah it's on twitter too but yeah i'm looking at the imdb to see if i recognize any other people on it uh laura bailey voices nadine ross Laura Bailey. Why does that sound familiar? She's on Critical Role. She um, voiced a character in Gears 4 or Gears 5, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Spider-Man? She was Mary Jane in Spider-Man? <laughs> um, Sorry, now I'm remembering the Mary Jane missions. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, she's Lucina. Hmm. Anyways, uh, and then there's like Emily Rose is Elena Fisher. Richard McGonagall is Victor Sullivan. I'm pretty sure Elena doesn't do a lot of video game work. No. I like I was reading that on her Wikipedia page. No, she doesn't, from what I've seen. Which is too bad. She's very good at it. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. Yeah, same with... Yeah, a bunch of them, but uh, 
there's they, they've definitely got some uh very strong acting so. absolutely I see. Can you beat Alina's high score in Crash Bandicoot? Uh, no. As in, you can't. You can't. You can't. No way. Really? Um. Apparently, you can't. That's uh, you can't. Um, clearing it gives you an achievement. I don't know. I'll have hmm. look it up sometime. But yeah. Um. Yeah, what else is there to... Oh, so I did um, something kind of interesting when I was... I know that you played it on um, Crushing Difficulty. Yep. How is that? Um. Okay. Do we, do we want to start talking about gameplay? Uh, sure, up to you. Okay. Um, so Crush... Yeah, first plus. You can play Crushing right off the bat. Um. If 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 games are gonna have uh, multi or difficulty level achievements, please just give all my difficulties at one time. It's perfect. Uh, previous games you had to play through twice, so. Yeah. Um, crushing actually was not that bad. Um, I would prob. I put a little asterisk there. Um, for the most part, it felt fair. Uh, enemies, and head if you headshot them, they go down. Um. You know, you could take a couple of hits before you take cover, but um, you know, mo- most encounters uh, weren't that hard. There were a couple notable exceptions um, to this, particularly in the late game, um, where the game just literally sends so many enemies at you. Uh, it does feel very. Um, slanted against you and obviously it's it's the hardest difficulty it's not meant to be easy um but the the thing that was really irking me was that and i'm and i can't recall from earlier games if this is the case but um with a few exceptions uh if i was like in a in a in cover along like a barrier right if i was on the left side of the barrier and shooting if i moved to the right side of the barrier enemy fire would like follow me uh even though they couldn't see what i was doing mm-hmm. um so i felt like the ai always knew where i was unless i specifically like went and dove underwater somewhere and in every instance you can't always do that um there are some instances where you can and like i definitely made use of that um but like there were sections like the um the final stretch on the boat it, it took me four hours to beat it um, just to be lucky enough to take out, you know, three waves of enemies, um, with, you know, two heavies, snipers upon snipers, like, like 30 guys in, in oh, one wow. run, um, you know, with limited, uh, ammunition with breakable cover, um, and, it was really frustrating. Like I almost gave up because hmm. uh, it felt it felt very, um, very unbalanced. And and again, obviously it's the hardest difficulty. It's not meant to be easy. Um, but it was it was so it felt so, uh, so impossible. I almost again I almost stopped. It really ruined. 
um, the pacing of the end of the uh, of the the storyline for me. Oh. Um, and again, it, it's not necessarily that like the entire game was that way. It's not. It was like I, there are three or four specific instances. Unfortunately, it just all kind of happened in the last couple of chapters, where like just a ludicrous amount of enemies um, come at you, and there's no no tactical way to survive it other than like get get lucky you know get some luck going on um Mm -hmm. so but the the one in particular that i complained a lot about to you was that last one where it's just like uh, again i spent more time on that encounter um uh, easily four hours than any of the other more difficult ones that i yeah recollecting so um and uh, unfortunately, like like things like the grappling hook, I never was able to use in combat really, uh, because you're such a target. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, but uh, the only other thing where it was like kind of messy was the uh, chasing chase scene in Africa or Madagascar, um, where like and and uh, the what? desert chase in Uncharted Three was very similar to this, where like in crushing, it's like they, you clearly have more health, if you will, um, than you would normally, uh, because you, there are times where like you can't defend yourself because you're climbing up the rope to get to the truck. So yeah, um, there were some instances there where it's like this is like kind of ridiculous, um, but again, it's it's not meant to be easy. So mm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. Like, um, it's too bad that it uh, was such a roadblock. Yeah, I mean, it's been like a month since I played it, so I've definitely calmed down. If we had recorded this, like, the day I beat it, I would have been like... <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I... Uh... I mean, I had, I remember hitting a similar roadblock in Uncharted 3, but I was playing on easy. Um, yeah. Like, the one, it's like the car park near the... Um, near the end of the game, I think. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, when you're chasing the plane. Um, I think it's right before that. Mm. It's uh, like there's a a number of uh right trailer things that you can climb on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could sort of do a little bit of stealth. Yeah, yeah. that was. Oh my goodness, that yeah. that took me hours. Yeah. Um, and I was playing on easy. Um, yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah. So, I actually um. I changed something with the difficulty of this game that I hadn't done before. Um, I played on easy, I think. I didn't play on story. Um, but uh, there's like an aim assist mode. I, did I tell yeah. you about this? No. Okay. So there's an, there's an aim assist mode. And I was like, mm, that sounds interesting. I'll try it out. And it's like almost like an aimbot. Um, really? Like if there's an enemy on the screen, it will... Like, um, if you like hold down the trigger to for the iron sights, it'll like snap to them, um, as long as they're on the screen, kind of thing. So it means that you can take out enemies in really quick succession. Hmm. Um, and I actually really liked it, um, because this the gameplay has never been kind of the reason I play Uncharted, hmm. um, and. I found that I was actually able to have a bit more of a diverse uh, move set. 
Like I was able to be a little bit, um, I was able to move a little faster and I used more grenades um, and just kind of took less of a stealthy approach because I knew right. I had confidence in my abilities. Right. Um, and also it made blind fire ridiculously powerful <laughs> because wow. it would it would snap on and like so I could I could essentially just hide behind a piece of cover and kill everyone hmm. um, without even popping out. Um, and yeah, it, it's obviously meant to be kind of an accessibility feature, but it actually greatly improved my experience for the game. Hmm. Yeah, just my uh, interesting little tidbit. Yeah, for sure. Again, I feel like I did miss out on some features because... I was playing on the higher difficulty, like the grappling hook, like the grappling hooks. It's fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, adventurous and it's exciting. It so, is um, It is tough to use during combat. Like, I'll admit mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Although, like, swinging and, like, soaring and then landing on top of a guy. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's um. Let me just check and see if I've got any other notes. I've got a pretty big one we haven't talked about quite yet. Okay. Yeah. And that's the and that's the story of Henry Avery and how it plays out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the um. Yeah. Essentially, the the treasure hunt itself. Yeah. Um. I really really enjoyed it, um, because it it, like as as your adventure continues your understanding of henry avery and who he is and what his plans are grows as well um and there's this kind of shroud of like you know uh what is really happening with him and his crew or this coalition of pirates yeah um yeah yeah no no i i agree it's a really neat uh yeah kind of piece together what he was and like you see kind of almost the descent uh throughout the throughout the course of the game how it kind of starts out inspirational and then it um eventually crumbles away mm -hmm. yeah and i mean it, it feeds that core idea of obsession yeah and and, and like his his idea of you know uh of libertalia of a of a place with no uh, uh, oppressive government and then he becomes the uh the exact embodiment of yeah what he uh is running from as well um yeah again be because he's chasing you know the the treasure at the end of the day and really it's like what set off this whole chain of events is it did henry avery and the others actually steal the gold from the people or you know was it just kind of like pirate paranoia um about you know who's trusting all my uh who am i trusting with all my money and can i really trust them or are they gonna betray me hmm. and do we need we do we need a team up to take out take care of them type thing yeah um and like this they have like this council of of well-known pirates and like eventually they all kind of get killed by avery and uh this other guy and then it's just the two of them left and then they start fighting each other 
um, just to get be the one to get away with all the, the all the treasure. Yeah. And you know they all. Yeah, they create the the paradise they wanted, and it costs them everything, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you kind of wonder, like, like if things could have turned out differently. Yeah, absolutely. And like they build Avery from the beginning to be like this again, this legendary pirate. Yeah. Who, who like I feel like Nate and Sam have a lot of like reverence to and um Yeah, he's and, a kind of a heroic figure. Yeah, absolutely, right? Fighting the Empire, right? And and again this idea of Libertalia and and unifying all these other people, um and giving them a place uh, you know, to, to thrive. Um, and then showing you that place and what happened because of who Henry Avery is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, yeah, like uh, another character we haven't really talked about much is uh, Nadine, who, um, again, is not like necessarily a mustache twirling villain either. Mm-hmm. No, she's... I mean, she's a mercenary. She's hired by Rafe. Um, I don't. I think that was. Um, it's still kind of unclear as to what their relationship is. Um, like how they met each other and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, really, like her character is there to to give lo- game logic to reason why you're fighting mercenaries, like. Yeah, the mercenaries are there because of her, and and they have. I guess that's a it's a little bit of that juxtaposition as well with like Rafe who will not stop, and Nadine who's like we should just stop by already, even when they're so close. Nadine's like we just gotta stop. Like there's none of us left. Like what was it worth? There's booby traps everywhere. We're all dying. You know the Drakes are out there picking us all off. Like let's just call it quits. Yeah. And then you know Rafe betrays her. Um, to continue further. Yeah, no. Um Yeah, no, she um yeah, she's kind of the voice of reason there. Yeah. Eventually she gets yeah. there. So. I was just curious cuz there do you remember that there was the spin-off game? Yes, I have interest in playing it, but yeah, she is a character in that game. Yeah. As a Sam Oh, Sam's in there too? Yeah. That's cool. Which is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. It's um because it's Drake isn't in it at all. Correct. Yeah. Uncharted the Lost so, Legacy. Yeah. I do wonder if we will continue to see Uncharted games. Yeah. Um I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the licensing is with uh Naughty Dog and and Sony. Um but like they do leave the possibility of more. Um, the game ends with like a another time skip where uh, Nate and Elena have a child, uh, and you play as this mid-aged teenager, um, kind of just, uh, and then you, as through the teen's eyes, are viewing Elena and Nate's accomplishments and hi- histories together. So yeah, it's a neat. It's really cool. It's a very like satisfying moment for anyone who's been like a fan of the series. Absolutely. 
because like it's kind of bookended there's the there's the occasion earlier in the in the game where uh you get to explore all of nate's kind of yeah past adventures with uh the the attic yeah which is a great little scene uh he picked for me he like he picked up the photo of him and tenzin yeah and he's like i miss you buddy i'm like yeah i do i miss him Uh so yeah yeah Again, little items that you know are, are are rewards for fans who played all three games. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing we haven't really touched on gameplay-wise is like the traversal, traversal and exploration. Yeah. Um, and they do some pretty neat things, I think. In this, like, they kind of give you like a quasi open world in madagascar um i think their term for term for it was wide linear yeah which is a good way a really good way of putting it absolutely so beautiful landscape beautiful man oh yeah yeah um i i recently got an hdr tv oh nice so i was able to play it and it's like it it does make it make a difference with the colors colors and everything yeah um and the light the light especially like hmm. it's definitely if you've got an hdr tv it's uh worth at least giving it a shot because it um it does really mm-hmm. um, make a difference mm-hmm. um uh, this game and uncharted uh sorry Assassin's Creed odyssey i've mm. been playing in hdr so but uh what were we talking about uh we're just talking about traversal oh yeah traversal um yeah like it's so snappy i think that's it's it's almost a little scary how easy it is to make him move everywhere um Mm -hmm. especially when he's climbing something Hmm. um like uh, you're just tapping x um like there's it's it's incredible that like there's the the fast pace you're tapping x and like jumping from thing to thing um but then if you decide to go slow you can move his hands between the different rocks yeah and you have to do that in like some of the slippery sections um and that's just like the amount of like detail and grace and non like it doesn't look like a video game when he's moving like that right it's yep. um there there's definitely kind of a gaminess in the older uncharted games for how he, uh Drake moves and how he snaps between animations. Yeah. Um that they've really just knocked it out of the park with this one. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important um for us to know right now if you're listening to this uh in January of 2020, the Uncharted collection the first three games is free on PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. um, and they're definitely all worth a play. I think, um, certainly in this game, I think you can get for twenty to twenty-five dollars as well. And it's again a, a must-play for any PlayStation owner. Yeah, it's definitely even if you haven't like it's definitely got the emotional impact if you have played the games. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it would feel to someone who's jumping in. But I feel like the characters are almost they're universal in a sense. Right. Um they're they're kind of yep. um 
you can understand who they are pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. You know, Elena, Elena is just not just your wife, but you know, she's a reporter reporter. You know, she's got a critical head and she's kind of like the voice of reason. Sully is like your old mentor and then everybody else is a new character, right? So um, there's definitely low barriers to entry here if, if you want to just jump right into Uncharted 4. Yeah. For sure, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I think it's um, it's honestly, like, phenomenal. Um, the environments are, like, so detailed, and there's so much attention and deep to care and like even one of the first areas in the game you're climbing this tower this dusty old tower in um is it peru uh where like where the jail is right. um and uh, you like i stopped at one point and you can see the dust motes just flickering around yep. the light and it's it's incredible yeah like it um it's 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 like one of those things I guess that HD uh, can really bring, but also just the and like the graphical fidelity, but just also the attention to detail, like yeah. the art design, um, and everything feels like they have a way of making environments feel very lived in, um, and making old decrepit ruins feel like there's stuff in them. I think the scientific term for it is clutter. Um, mm. But um, yeah, no the the environments are constantly breathtaking. You almost never have you're never um, at a loss of where to go, and if you do go the wrong way, there's generally a little trinket for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's um, it's phenomenal in that way. Like the design of the game, um it's uh like it it guides you so well they've like they've honed it to such a sharp edge over the last like the uncharted series and the last of us like they've honed it so well their direction and their um like guidance of the player Mm. yeah (laughs) um it's uh it it's really it's really something special even even if if you're looking at the design of it yeah it's it's definitely like a culmination of of just like naughty dog's experience and success because of uncharted you know they went from what jack and daxter to uncharted uh in a span of what three or four years i believe well they they did crash first too didn't they yeah back in the 90s that's right yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely so um crash they definitely yeah, they forged into you know new ground and now Uncharted now territory. become the standard. Yeah, Graham. Did was that the joke we opened with? Yeah, you 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 thefted my joke. Exactly. Yeah, you thiefed it for me. Yeah, well, that's so. That's the end of that. That's that thief's end. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> There's no honor among thieves. No. <laughs> So, Graham, what would you rate this uh, title? Oh, gosh. I hadn't thought of that. Um, I think there's only one answer here. Um, what, are, what are our scores? Um, 
Like there's Yukiko and Kanji and... Why don't you go first? I'm going to go with the Kanji. Yeah, I'm... I'm... Yeah, because it's... Why, why, don't you... <laughs> why don't you go first? So, like, Kan... I mean, obviously, because Kanji shares a voice actor, but Kanji's tough. Uh, he's kind of in your face. But he's got, you know, underneath a lot of depth there, right? And, like, you could easily just kind of... Not necessarily easily, but you could watch gameplay on turn four be like wow it's just a third person you know action adventure and miss the depth of of uh the story and the characters and um these relationships and uh and and what you know um nate nate's passion or nate's talent uh causes to the ones he he cares about Mm -hmm. yeah i'm I think I'd have to go with Kanji. It's it's a tough one though, because I feel like the things that I appreciate most about this game are like the character and like the the slow um, pace of the not slow pace, but um, how it really gives time to delve into different things. So I'd almost give it a Persona Four um, <laughs> because it is um, because it. Uh, it really takes its time and it, it builds on the characters and it, um, it's really its own thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's very fair. Yeah. Could not recommend it enough. Yeah. It, I, it comes definitely highly recommended. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're kicking off the new year strong with this game and then we've got a couple more in the pipe. Um, should we kind of go into detail? Well, we. Well. Well, um, we could leave it a surprise. Yeah, I mean, it's not fully set in stone yet, but they are games from the last. Yeah, I might have hinted couple. at one in this episode. Ooh. Hmm. And um. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk about that one. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm excited too. Um. Yeah. So we've got a few things coming up. Uh. Oh, we're also going to be reviewing something one we've never done, like something we've never done before. Yes, right. we a type have of, a type of a type of game. We've oh, never yeah, done yeah, yeah, yeah. We will we'll be doing that. Yeah, and then there's also another one that we haven't put on the docket yet, Graham. But we've discussed that uh, one that makes us sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, so a game like that I've never played before, so. Yeah, that one might take a little while before we can really review it. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the last thing we're reviewing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, again, thanks everybody uh, for listening. Um, we're really looking forward to this uh, upcoming year of, of podcasts and reviews, and there's so much coming out this year, Graham, that I want to play. And it's all getting delayed, but that's okay. <laughs> um you know, uh, Mystery Dungeon XD or DX, excuse me, that I was not thinking of getting. I'm probably going to get. Uh, then there's like Avengers coming out, and I'm really excited about that. Last of Us 2 is coming out, and I'm excited about that. There's just too much. There's so much. And um, we probably will review it in 2022 um, at our pace. But <laughs> don't worry. We'll be here every other week with a new review of some kind. Um, we'll probably have at so- least one game this year that comes out this year um well yeah we have yeah that's very true 
I mean, I guess that one doesn't really apply. It's an early access, but yeah, well, there's another end, but that doesn't narrow it down at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, we haven't really talked about it, but I think like Last of Us is definitely going to be on this list, right? It, it, um, like personally, it depends on how gory it is for me. Got it. Um, just because from what I've seen of it, it is extremely gory. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to, I'll have to gauge that at a later date. That's totally fair. They, it's going to be a very interesting title. I think they, they say it's their most complex, like narrative, like in regards to like even just length of gameplay and length of story. Yeah. Um, I I don't doubt it. And they're also cutting the multiplayer, which I was surprised to hear. Um, Although they made it sound like they're going to release it later in some capacity. Okay. So we'll wait to see what happens there. But um, yeah, like three three games in the span of like a week have been delayed that I was kind of... It's, a, it's apparently delay season. Yeah, which is fine. Because Cyberpunk... Um, uh, Avengers, um, Iron Man VR got delayed also. I saw that today. Did Final Fantasy get delayed again or is it still... Is it coming out this year? Do they have a release date for it? I don't know. Aren't they releasing it episodically? <laughs> I can't believe that. It'll it'll be finished by 2030. I feel like it's the Duke Nukem of this generation. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, but if uh, if you did enjoy the podcast, please let us know. Um, uh, we love game suggestions. We've got like a whole bunch... Uh, game suggestions that came from one person um, which is very much appreciated so we try to do our best to work those into uh, our review schedule if there's something that we're interested in mm-hmm. or something that we're not interested in too um, but if you uh, again if you like the episode please um, give us a uh, like on iTunes you know, or a review uh, or, yeah review on iTunes is great um, follow us on our socials uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter just google or search developer reviewer there um subscribe to your local podcast provider and uh yeah get in touch because we uh, appreciate you know not only just game uh game suggestions but any um feedback you guys might have uh because we want to continue to make entertaining hopefully entertaining uh content analysis yeah analyses analyses yeah yeah So, yeah, thank you everybody so much for listening. Yes, thank you very much. Have a good night. You know, day, whatever, whatever time it is. Mm. Have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not charted for us. So whatever it is for you. you yeah. Know. Yeah. That's. I'll, I'll cut that. I'll cut that out. That's, that's how it's going to be. Eh? Hey, it's like this podcast has come to a. Podcast's end. end. A, a yeah. podcast end. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode right there. Uh...
Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>